Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Business with the Stars. My name is Najma and in today's Mental Health Friday episode we are going to have our fourth book review and the book that we are going to cover during our episode is Gifted Hands, the story of Ben Carson. So Dr. Ben Carson uh, is a neurosurgeon that I really love and admire. And that's one of the reasons why uh, today I have decided to go through uh, his book and actually have it as one of our book reviews. So before jumping into the episode, I just wanted to tell you all that I'm really happy because today we are celebrating our 30th episode on Business with the Stars. So I'm so happy and proud of myself uh, every single time to have you guys listening. I actually have way more country now listening to me. Uh, I haven't listed them and I don't even have it in front of me, but I'm really happy and I'm always excited when I post a new episode. So thank you so, so much to all of you. Uh, like I often say, and I really mean it, I really appreciate you all uh, and your time twice a week to be here and listen to me. Um, it confirms as well that what I say makes sense and add value. And that's why people either come back or are new. So I'm really happy. I'm, I'm sure a lot of you uh, either share what I say or at least talk about it. There is something that you guys are doing as well to help my growth. And I really, really appreciate you for that so, so much. Uh, so yeah, so today is our 30th episode and it's one day after Thanksgiving. So definitely if there is one thing that I'm extremely thankful for uh, this year besides God and my health is definitely how everything happened uh, even for my company. So thank you also so much for that. So Ben Carson. So Ben Carson um, is, is quite a known neurosurgeon uh, for many reasons. Uh, obviously, he's really great at his job uh, because everything starts with that. And he's the most, is one of the most celebrated neurosurgeons in the world. So the book uh, Gifted Hands is a biography. So it tells his story from the very beginning uh, until the last very known surgery that he did, which was a separation of twins. So the book, uh, right before we jump into it, uh, I've, obviously I really love Ben Carson. So to be honest, I was really excited to read it. Uh, it's a very easy book to read, uh, very um, consistent in the way it was written. There are 22 chapters uh, in total. So that can seem like a lot, but the chapters are really short. Uh, so he talks about obviously his childhood and and the, and the book actually starts uh, with a letter from his mother, which is a poem. Uh, so it's really well written in general. You really don't even have time to get bored uh, with it. Uh, contrary to some biography where things are way more into details, you're really waiting for things to happen. Uh, this one was really quite nice. And at least to me, I really enjoyed it. So... Um, 
as most of you know by now, because this is our first uh, book review, uh, I do read a lot, but for some book reviews specifically, I use audiobooks. So this one uh, was six hours, so quite short. So really, you can uh, listen to it in one day. If you wake up very early like I do, uh, you can even start around 6 a.m. and be done with it at noon uh, or even in the afternoon. So really simple to read, well-written, 20 two chapters but again very short um, and really it talks like I said a lot about his life because that's what the book is about uh, and his struggles and how his family and his mom specifically impacted him his environment uh, he talks a lot about God Brent Carson is really a man of faith so there is a lot of things that he talks about related to the Bible he's Christian so um, this was an amazing thing to also hear from a doctor. Uh, he talks about his personal life, how he met his wife, uh, his marriage, and multiple different decisions, business decisions, but also family decisions that also led him to become uh, the neurosurgeon that we all know today. So, uh, like I said a few seconds ago, the book starts with a poem from his mom and a letter. Uh, so his mom is Sonia Carson, and there is a letter from her that actually opens the book. So Sonia Carson, just as a brief intro, because she plays a big role and she did uh, in his life, uh, was one of 24 children, and she was married to Ben Carson's dad at the age of 13. So when you start uh, actually with that, it actually gives you uh, a lot of information already to the person that actually raised him, right? So his parents divorced when he was extremely young. Uh, if I remember correctly from the book, he wasn't even seven years old. And that was because of multiple uh, issues that they had. Um, and his dad actually had a second family. So the reason why his mom separated is because she came to know that he was actually married to someone else and had kids with other people. So uh, basically, Ben Carson and his brother were raised, both of them, by their mom alone. So um, the main... Uh, uh, basically a uh, point of talking about his mom obviously when we uh, look at all of that is because there is a lot of different mental health aspect that he talks about in the book and he actually says that very often uh, when the mom felt that she was very depressed that she was judged that she was a lot of gossip were happening especially when you are in a very small community she will check herself out in a mental institute and um, he actually said it very often in the book that he really admires uh, his mom for actually saying out loud that she needed professional help uh, just to go back to being normal and be able to work and raise her kids. So this was really interesting for me uh, in the episode because obviously all of us go through a lot of different things and as kids or even people that are around, uh, it is very important again when you are always focusing on yourself, even when you feel that you have kids that are responsible, that are your responsibility, 
uh, you do put yourself first in order for them to get better. And I really love that attitude. So he said that one, um, I mean, that happened many times because obviously the mom couldn't take them, both of them, uh, his brother and himself with her, right? So basically she would uh, leave both of her kids into to friends' place uh, or neighbors. And he was saying, we always wondered uh, where she went. So really that comes uh, with a lot of risk and uh, she was lucky that she had a good environment and people that she could trust. And he actually talks about sometimes staying at his uh, mom's friend as a very good experience that they really enjoyed. Uh, but the bottom line here is really that is that I really love that attitude where even as a mom or as someone who works, um, those titled, those titles, I uh, never really mattered more than her self-care. And I really loved uh, that attitude about Sonia Carson a lot. And you can feel it going forward uh, with the way uh, her sons uh, grew up and what they become. So um, the mom influence obviously was really huge and he repeats that constantly. That was not only on his intro, but on the conclusion of his book, uh, when he says that really everything that happened to him in his life was really about the mom and her attitude and how she was raised and the environment and everything that she constantly repeated, but also her energy and her actions. So uh, Ben Carson uh, was born in Tennessee and then later on moved to Detroit, uh, where basically he stayed during all of his high school years. He later on uh, went to Yale as his undergrad, and then he went to uh, John Hopkins uh, University uh, for, to become a doctor. So um, what he talks about when he comes to his life was a lot of his struggles, uh, not only because of his parents, but there is one chapter that I really uh, loved where he talked about his anger. And he was saying a lot of things during my uh, teenagers was about getting really angry for no reason, because you have to remember that they didn't have a lot of money. So he always used to get bullied uh, at school because he wasn't doing that well. A lot of people actually used to make fun of him uh, until they actually realized that the reason why he was doing poorly was because he needed glasses. Uh, he couldn't see things very clearly. And when they, fix that, they fixed that, um, his grades went up. So he was saying he suffered a lot about getting bullied, not wearing the uh, the right clothes, let's say, because you want to have certain friends and they always this peer pressure and people pointing out uh, and mocking you. So he talks a lot about that and even uh, almost fighting um, with one of his best friends because of the anger that he had. So really, that was a very interesting part uh, of the book where we actually talked about anger and how he um, tried to no longer 
uh, react to it because obviously you cannot you cannot not feel angry, right? That's not possible. But he really explains uh, a lot how religion also helped him a lot. Uh, and one of the reasons why actually he decided from a very young age that he wanted to become a doctor was because of how he saw that the church was helping and that really inspired him. So from a very young age, even without really understanding uh, God, faith, uh, the implication, or even understanding how to read the Bible properly, he had in his mind that he wanted to become a doctor because that was his best way to actually help. Uh, so coming back to anger, religion actually also helped him a lot understand uh, what he's supposed to do, how to react, how to not react, which was the most important part for him to be able to be social. Um, and he gives a scripture uh, from the Bible actually in the book. And he says that after reading that, it really completely um, changed his life. So he encountered a lot of different situations where he was judged. He encountered a lot of different situations where he felt uh, that people never trusted him because he was either black or they didn't think that he was competent, but he never actually overreacted or reacted at all to that he just let it go and that really also played a big role on his attitude of being calm and being the right doctor because you faced so many different situations and people uh, look up to you to actually be the one that is always bringing peace especially if you're a doctor and even more as a neurosurgeon so uh, anger definitely was one of my favorite parts because like I said, there are 22 chapters. So a lot of these stories are a little bit everywhere. But the theme of his attitude and how he grew up and how he, he evolved, uh, I really appreciated the way it was written because it also made me think about myself. Uh, and a lot of things, obviously, that we all do uh, always make us think, back about what we do with our lives and I know that I feel angry sometimes when I feel that some things are not right uh, sometimes I do overreact and definitely uh, this has gotten better the same way uh, be thanks to religion and it was really nice to hear about someone's story especially that I admire so much um, that actually had that same experience and how uh, he himself fixed it uh, almost the same way that I did. So uh, that was the first, let's say, main point that I really loved uh, about, the, uh, about the book is what his attitude and how he evolved uh, into being a better person that impacted, obviously, his career. Uh, the second thing that I really loved was about the decisions that he made and the people that he surrounded himself uh, with. So obviously, um, growing up in whatever environment that he grew up in, 
uh, it wasn't that easy to find people that always encourages you. And the thing is, is that obviously his mom, like he said, multiple times uh, played a big role and she pushed him a lot just to believe in himself. Uh, and that also played an amazing role because the way she saw them uh, obviously allowed her even and pushed her even uh, to make the right decision for them when they were too young to understand. So for instance, he talked about, about his environment and going to an all-white uh, high school, uh, going to an all-white college, uh, even being able to go to Yale. Uh, he talked a lot about... Um, his environment when his mom really pushed uh, him and his brother uh, to constantly go to the library and focus on reading. And he said that really changed a lot of things because he became even excellent at certain things just because he enjoyed reading and was really curious about multiple things. Uh, a very amazing story that he shares uh, quite often, a lot constantly, is how he got admitted and accepted as an intern at John Hopkins Hospital, right? Because um, it is a very strict uh, selection and not everyone can get in. I think that it's only two people that get accepted per year. And he actually got in because of his classical music knowledge, which had nothing to do with uh, uh, medical or medicine or even biology. So he was saying that the person that interviewed me really had that as a big knowledge. And when we started talking, we had that in common. So I really love that about his environment and the way, obviously, again, his mom uh, impacted him, but how those small decisions, even the one that can seem very minor, uh, changed his life and allowed him to really constantly putting himself in a situation that helped him afterwards. Um, and one thing that he actually says very often is that do not ever underestimate knowledge uh, because knowledge in general will always open a door for you. You never know that why you know what we, it will do to you. So never underestimate people. Uh, never actually say that this is not possible. Whatever you learn, whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're reading, whatever is in your mind is always at some point uh, help you and is always going to actually open uh, something somewhere at some point. So there is always an opportunity and I really love that attitude because it is very true that um, that knowledge actually, uh, especially in his story, even allowed him later on to even meet his wife uh, because he joined uh, a choral that they used to sing all together and his wife actually played an instrument and they started actually getting to know each other um, that way. So the third point that I really loved uh, about the book uh, was his progression uh, in his medical studies and how he became um, the very uh, known neurosurgeon as we all know him today. So he started as an intern and he got married uh, to his wife that they both met at Yale. And he started uh, just obviously taking uh, different cases uh, as he was in the U.S. Uh, 
Uh, but one of the things that I really loved was the different risk that he took even at a very young age uh, to go into places that no one will go and just open his opportunity. So never being afraid um, to think big and never be afraid to actually try new things. And um, chapter 13 that is about purse and uh, was one of the most interesting part of the book because I did not even know that myself. And he said that actually taking the risk back then to go to Perth, uh, where you have mostly white people in Australia and actually being part of the Sir Charles Garden Hospital in Queen's Elizabeth in Perth completely changed his life. Uh, the unique opportunities that he had, the volume of work that he had, the training that that experience provided. And actually his wife was even pregnant at that time. So the first kids that they had, because they had twins uh, for the first pregnancy, were born in Perth, Australia. Uh, and he was only in his early 30s because when he came back to the U.S., he was only 33 years old. So really, I love this experience because, again, thinking back to even the year I just spent in Indonesia, it is true that really when you just believe and when you go for it and when you go for what you want and when you do what you want, things always work out, even when you think that it's going to be a challenging environment. Uh, and he was very hesitant intent actually to even go to Australia because they were both black and he was saying that when we landed there people were really welcoming we um we actually uh, were part of a church that we loved and people were really nice to us and my wife contributed to a lot of things that were done. So it was really an amazing experience. And when I came back to the US, as you were saying, the, the number of training and opportunities and experience that I had in Perth really completely changed the position that I had in the U.S. and positioned me very differently in the growth that came after that. Uh, so really, I mean, I always talk about business and opportunities and going for what you think is amazing and really uh, not being afraid because there is always a way where things can be made as long as you take risk and you're curious. And this really confirms that again. Uh, so uh, one of the sentences that he always repeats very often uh, in the book and I really loved, he said, yeah, but someone has to try. Someone has to try. Uh, and that's really what it is, is that when you have the right support, when you believe in yourself, uh, when you do things the right way, really, that just asking and trying, uh, things always work out. And really, that was an amazing um experience to even hear because that's really my mindset is that I am very rarely afraid to go for things. I mean, moving to the US was exactly the same thing for me uh, and the, the application for the visa. My company, Indonesia is one, but even actually moving to Dubai. So really, if there is anything that I really agree with, uh, definitely is that is that even when you feel that it's an environment that is going to be hostile, 
lifestyle, uh, don't hesitate to do it. Don't hesitate to go. Don't hesitate to trust God. Don't hesitate that if you feel like this is something that you have to do, then it's definitely the right thing for you, no matter what the reason is. Um, and that's something, again, like I say, he's a man of faith. So he repeats that constantly. Uh, God talks to you and really he tells you what to do, where to go. Um, and you feel it when it's going to be right. And he talks about multiple surgeries, obviously, in his book that are just amazing. Very well detailed uh, on people that had amazing recoveries. Uh, and all the time he says that sometimes I would stead, um in the operational room, not knowing what to do and finding myself pray and ask God to take over my hands for him to show me the way because I had no idea. So that was really, really powerful. And that's something, for instance, that I look for in many people that I work with is that don't think that you're God. Never get too big for God. Uh, and he actually, that's actually one of his sentences in the book. Never get too big for God. Uh, and I really love, 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 love that attitude because that's really true in the risk that you take, whether your wife is pregnant or not, whether you have responsibilities, um, whatever happens, it's always possible to make it and go for what you want and it will always work out. So that is it for our episode for this week, our fourth book review, uh, Gifted Hands, uh, the story of Ben Carson. Uh, obviously, rating for this book, to me at least, is a 5 out of 5. I loved it. Um, I mean, I already anyway knew a lot about Ben Carson. I admire him a lot. Uh, he's a real inspiration for me. Uh, he has different things going on. Please feel free to Google him. So I really enjoyed a lot uh, reading about his life. There is a lot of things that I did not know in detail because I had never read this book before. So I'm really happy that I made the decision to do it. And this really, um, yes, helped me to do a good transition as a conclusion for our episode is just to be thankful. Uh, thankful, of course, for my brain uh, because after reading the, his book, definitely you realize how many people suffer just because uh, they're not able to do anything that we take for granted. So I'm really thankful for my brain. I'm thankful that I can eat properly and swallow. I'm thankful that I can move my hands. I can talk to you in, in multiple different languages. I mean, now I speak English, but I speak French. I speak other languages. I am very, very grateful to God for everything that I have in my life. Uh, my friends, the people that love me, my family, it is really an amazing thing uh, to be alive and have the life that I have definitely. So yes, thank you so, so much again uh, for, for tuning in today, our 30th episode. And I'm really happy that it actually happened, that it's a fourth book review and, and I chose Gifted Hands. Um, so thank you again for being here today. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving with your family yesterday for my friends in the US. Uh, I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I wish you an amazing and beautiful weekend, an amazing and beautiful Friday. And I will talk to you again next Tuesday for our business episode. Thank you very much.